like something deadpan and sarcastic and funny. Oh, okay. No pressure to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hey. <laughs> and best friend, Derek. Hola. The whole gang back Woo. together. Did it yeah. again. Look at yeah. us. Look at us. A full team. We got a um, front line, a midfield, and a goalkeeper. That's I'll be the goalkeeper. Need. Okay. Derek, you how are you, how's your stamina? Uh, not great. So midfield. Well, that's where you <laughs> need to a, run the most. You'll now, take defense, probably. <laughs> well, well, is your yeah. got more stamina or striking ability? Well, they used to call me Big D. <laughs> that sounds Big unrelated. D. <laughs> defense. So uh, I'll take okay. defense. You'll, okay. you'll okay. be the uh, you'll be the forward, the attacker. Okay, I'll be the whole front. I'll be the mid and the and the forward. Since yeah, Perfect. we need we we'll do hold need down the defense. Back. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, you are listening to New Release, a TV and sometimes movie and sometimes other stuff podcast where each week we watch something new and then decide if we want more. This is episode 181. Woo. Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not going to say anything about the number. It's completely unremarkable. So it's, uh, it's actually my favorite number. So, but yeah, let's move on. 181. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, if someone ever asked you what your favorite number is, that would be a fun one to say. So it is remarkable for how uh, random seeming it would be. But nonetheless, uh, before we talk about the feature presentation for this week, we like to look back previously on new release. Derek, the um, the last episode that you missed, we talked about the Apple TV Plus show, The Changeling. So this kind of fantasy romance story that Ashley and I both liked a decent amount and both committed to watching more. So Ashley, I can't wait to hear what you thought of episode two, three, maybe four. I did watch more. Oh, okay, um, good. I was yeah. setting you up for failure, and you. I know yeah. you were. <laughs> um, I think I'm on. I think I'm on episode three. It. Have you watched more of it? Because. Yep. Being pregnant, it is a very tough show to watch. <laughs> um. Yeah. We, we won't spoil too much for Derek. Derek, you watched the first episode, right? Yeah, I did. Are you gonna keep watching it? Um. Well, depends on what you what all we say. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think there's going to be eight episodes. I watched the first three. So um, the second one, like where we left off after episode one, Ashley and I were like, well, we know this is going to be a dark fantasy yeah. horror show as much as anything else. But it wasn't really yet. Um, uh, it starts off in a pretty horrible place in episode two. So yeah, it does. <laughs> it, uh, it was quite hard for me long. to watch. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It, it actually jumped. I mean, it literally jumps ahead in time. Um, it, the show constantly jumps around in time, but it does a little, you know, kind of gimmick where um, it starts like six months into the future. And then it's like, or then it you don't know what time you're at. And then it's like six months earlier. So how how we're going to build up to what we saw. But anyway, it's yeah. it gets darker and more um, upsetting quicker than I expected. And also kind of, 
resolves certain things way quicker than <laughs> I expected. So I don't know. After three episodes, I almost feel like it it um, went too far too fast. Not like yeah. from a content standpoint, like you're describing, but just like from a plot standpoint. Like now, I'm no, I'm a little less interested because of what happens in episode two. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to build upon that. And then I was like, oh, now we're here. So yeah. I don't know. It was pretty difficult to watch. So I think I started the third episode and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And then that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I, I like the tone of the show. I like the world. I like the performances. So, I mean, it has a lot of things going for it, mm-hmm. but it's also like pretty cliche <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mean, the the fantasy, there's a big revelation at the end of uh, episode three. That's mm. just like something very obvious at the end of episode one. The theme is like, be Good careful wishes. what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> Heard that before. So I don't know, Derek, how, how much, how into episode one were you? Uh, I mean, episode one definitely had a lot to lead up into episode two. There was yeah. a lot of shit going on. So uh just you wait i would say you should start episode two for sure okay yeah (laughs) and then see it definitely led up to something even crazier than than how episode one kind of played out i imagine so Mm -hmm. yeah and the, the reason the thing that might keep it going and this isn't none of this has happened this is just speculation is kind of like are they are we going to spend more time in maybe like another fantasy world are there going to be like that's I'm hoping for living in in multiple, yeah, parallel you know universes or um, fairy dimension or something. So like, uh, true blood, yeah, true blood style. Um, <laughs> it took true blood like five seasons to get to that, but um, <laughs> it didn't take. It's not going to take as long for um, the changeling. It seems like. So I don't know. I think I'm going to watch at least one more, and I'll probably uh, once you get over the halfway mark, it's kind of hard to stop at that point. Yeah, I'll watch one more and then I won't be at the halfway point, so I can still stop. <laughs> yeah, well, if you found that episode uh, upsetting, then I can't wait to see what your reaction is to what we could watch next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, well, we'll talk about it, but I was going to suggest that as like an option. So yeah, I'm excited. Yep. It's yeah. like very much uh, very triggering. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> All this baby stuff happening. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. Well. Uh, oh, one other, one other. Previously on before we we move on, um, Derek, did you ever finish Telemarketers? I did not. Okay. I, well, uh, I did watch a lot of it though. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I could. I don't know. No, I definitely didn't finish it. But yeah, I got. Uh, how many episodes were there? Four. There's five? only three, and the third okay. one jumps ahead to like 2020. So. Um, uh, I don't a- remember the ending, but yeah, I definitely watched into episode three, but yeah. The the only update we've, we've pretty much talked about it again last week, so we can, we can keep it short. The only update I'd read is we were kind of speculating. I'll, I'll just say that the end of um, episode three, it doesn't have like a huge resolution. They don't, they don't solve the telemarketing um, crisis. <laughs> um, but I did read a story. We were, I were, we were kind of speculating. Everyone that's been into the show has been speculating that is just the show itself going to kind of bring new attention to the issue with politicians. And I'm pretty sure the guy, well, you didn't see it, but they meet with a, um, a senator and he kind of blows them off. 
But now, supposedly, he's kind of like reopened his investigation mm-hmm. into the industry. So he didn't take it too seriously in the moment. But now that it's getting attention from the show um, and Sounds getting an right. audience <laughs> and he looks he looks pretty bad on the show. He is, um, you know, regardless of his motivations, if it does um, result in any uh, crackdown on these predatory uh, companies that are, you know, kind of print. The cool thing about the first episode was that from the workers perspective, they were they were kind of comparing it to a public service where they couldn't get any other kind of jobs. But from the perspective of anybody that they're calling and, and, and taking money from, those are victims <laughs> as well. So it's just kind of a lose lose cycle for for pretty much everyone and um definitely should be uh cracked down on so yeah Agreed. that was um those are our previously on updates ashley why don't you introduce what we're watching this week sure we are watching a football football show um that takes place in wales and it's on season two. So I'm curious to see how you guys think about it. Cause I don't know if you've seen the first season and it's basically, they um, were purchased by Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds and they changed the whole club about with money. So we'll see what happens. And it's called welcome to Wrexham. <laughs> there we go. Look, we're looking at the documentary right there. Yeah. My documentary. You got two Hollywood actors in Wrexham. They're making this a place you want to come play. It's the biggest sport in the world. The club does mean that much to people. This is bigger than meeting the king. It's more than football. Wrexham is the most special gift I've ever had in my life. FX's Welcome to Wrexham. All new season, September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. There we go. Ah, There's Blake, Blake Lively and his children weren't the greatest gifts. Nope. <laughs> he it does make a, a joke about selling one of his kids. Yeah, at the end of <laughs> episode Lively, one. Right? Yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds' um, wife, and then Rob McElhenney is married to Caitlin Olson. Yep, um, from Always Sunny as well. So, yeah, Derek and I. Well, let's just confirm this. I have not seen any of season one. Derek, had you seen season one? Nope. Okay, so Ooh, okay, Ashley was really into the first season of this show is this when you kind of started getting into soccer overall um football soccer well because we were already i think before i think we watched it like later um i think we watched ted lasso first then we watched welcome to rexham and i think while ted lasso was happening is when we became rapid season ticket holders so okay well this yeah the easiest way to some summarize this i'm sure a million people have made this comparison is just like the the documentary version of ted lasso mm-hmm. but there's some interesting uh, where you pick up in season two is probably totally different than where it started yeah. in season one as when the the team was an unknown and they're like this is basically d2 um versus the original mighty ducks where everyone loves in fiction and nonfiction like an underdog story and they are the people in the community the 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 team is in like the level just below um Club, oh gosh essentially basic like 
you don't get paid to play below <laughs> club play. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're like in level five and they're trying to move up one and then they, they, they've got, you know, several levels to get anywhere to get to the the top tier, which would be the premier level, but mm-hmm. they have more resources than just about now than just about anyone they're competing against. So it's this weird, like, reverse of the the story even in season one they were infused with a lot of resources and a lot of attention um and it's kind of this the 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 tension of the show which they immediately set up is like they've put all this money into it boohoo you know millionaires mm-hmm. losing money but also like the community is like depending now on how much they've increased business and all this new attention and like so many people if if this is like a situation where it just um it just like peters out <laughs> it's going to really like screw over a lot of people that are now kind of like depending on this new growth in the community so it's like there is real stakes there i feel like yeah. um for the for the normal people not just for the the celebrities so that's interesting and there's also just kind of this expectation that they've spent more money on than anyone else on players. Probably they have like the, the marquee, you know, the attention, there's probably players that are willing to come there and there's coaches and and talent that's willing to attach themselves to the team because of the show and the success. But like, if it doesn't work out, it's just going to be embarrassing and costly for (laughs) everyone involved. And I don't, I don't know, like I am desperate to just Google (laughs) the results because don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I think most people watching the show, including Ashley know how they finished the season. Right. Yeah. But you shouldn't do it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to avoid it. I mean, I've avoided it. Yeah. It it is truly, uh, you know, (laughs) a real life Ted Lasso kind of thing. If they really did win and got to, you know, being able to get paid and whatever that, well, they get paid now. There's not a lot. Okay. Thanks for that spoiler. Well, they've, (laughs) they've been getting paid. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. They're not Uh in the very bottom um, level. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they, they do this for a living. Um, They're just not in the club level. They do. And they have a nice little pyramid diagram. Yeah. Well, the premier league is, the, the very, very top. top of the pyramid, yeah. but then there's like three or four levels below that that are club championship international, like club levels. So it's Premier League, League. Championship League, League One, League Two, National yeah. League, and then there's like the club stuff. And they're like the National League at this point. Yeah. So they're getting paid just not very well. Um, and they want to break into like League Two so they can get paid and get more money, um, and more support for the club or more support for the team. And last year in the finals, they are almost they were almost there, and then they lost. Yep. So that's how it ends in the in season one. Um, so if they'd okay. won that cool. that semifinal game, then they yeah. would have had to win one more, or they would have gotten promoted. Then I think that was their promotion game. Yeah, so they're right there. Ted Lasso season one, except they didn't actually win. Yeah. Sorry, so there is there are so many uh, correlations, or you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Welcome Rexham like picked back up because Ted Lasso came out and they're like, oh shit, like this is getting attraction for soccer. So we should probably Football. keep at yeah. it. Um, I, I mean, I think like interest in soccer and obviously Messi joined um, Miami. Inner Miami. Yeah. Inner Miami. And that's brought like 
a whole next another level of attention to That's the MLS. <laughs> I think I think soccer. I'm sure there's some ways to measure this, uh, but I think soccer is gaining in popularity and shows like Ted Lasso and then shows like this mm-hmm. are doing what that um F1 show did for for F1 racing on Netflix. It's like you're seeing personalities alongside the the excitement of the game itself and you're rooting for like people the managers like you're rooting for more than just like having grown up in this tiny town like Mm -hmm. (laughs) only so many people that actually live there um can uh support the financial enterprise this now is so it requires kind of like national uh international interest uh to to grow to the next level that they want to grow to um, and you know, like part of the financial, this isn't like Ryan Reynolds investing in, uh, aviation, aviation gen, and then that cell phone company, those were just kind of like his business model seems to be, I'm a, I'm a famous person that is like willing to make fun of myself and, and use my, you know, popularity to just boost attention to something in this case. They obviously really care about like yeah. doing it for non. It's not just a financial play. Like right. they could theoretically make money eventually <laughs> off the investment, but they're losing but, a lot of money. Yeah, it's a kind of a money pit right now, and but also like hopefully something they just enjoy because they love um, uh, soccer. I guess are they were they huge fans before this? So Rob McElhenney is he's a huge okay. sports guy, and he was a big soccer fan and he heard about um Rexham and was like oh maybe there's something to do and then he contacted Ryan Reynolds because he doesn't have that kind of money because it's absurd and investing in a soccer team like that low caliber is just uh yeah it's a money pit like I uh, in the first season they had to replace the pitch or the soccer field and it was like two hundred thousand dollars that they weren't expecting to spend so like just stuff like that that like, come comes yeah, up all in, the time in this episode one kind of there's two games they they win the first one, kind of a sloppy game against an inferior opponent that they yeah. they win. And then they play one of the people in their league, Chesterfield, that's expected to be on their level, more or less, or a strong competitor. And they get kind of, you know, um, they just have a very mediocre performance and lose 0-2 in yeah. that one. Yeah. So their season is off to a bumpy start. Their financial prospects are off to a really uh, bumpy start (laughs) because the other drama in the first episode is, are they going to get, they meet the King. That's how the episode starts. Which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The King of England. Um, So that's exciting, uh, but it does not result in them getting funding from the UK government um, as part of this like public improvement project a lot of people submit applications for things and they were asking for um, like 20, $20 million. million. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very controversial in America that, that a sports teams get public funding for stadiums. Um, mm-hmm. Like um, when they're owned by million, you know, multi, multi millionaires or billionaires, um, people yeah. think that they should be able to pay for the new stadium themselves. But in this case, obviously this community is a lot, less um wealthy and in the owners of the team are not on the same level as like um nfl team owners <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
So it was they were pretty pretty dependent on this public funding or this government funding, which gets denied at the end of the first episode. And that was like a year and a half in the making, too. Right. Like that one guy was working on it for so long. So it's pretty discouraging to not get it. Um Yeah. So. And they're sinking their own money into the demolition efforts while they were waiting for mm-hmm. this decision. And now they're gonna have to, you know, kind of explore alternate methods of funding yeah. the the stadium renovations um it's yeah it's it i guess my main question or like like i said the tension that i was feeling right at the start of the show is how much can you root for this team now that they have sort of all the advantages <laughs> over yeah. other teams in their division actually i mean does it feel does it feel different this year than season one when i th- yeah, a little bit. I think it's hard because I've already seen season one, but you kind of fall in love with the town in the first season. So you're already like, I really want them to succeed because you want the whole town to succeed. It's not really about the team and the players as much. I mean, you want them to do well so that the town can get more people so that like the bar can be full so they can make yep. more money. Um, so it's really about getting to know the town. Now that you're coming into to season two, you're like, okay, well, it seems like they're destined to succeed because they're gonna have like so much money pumped into the team. Um but it's really about the town, the townspeople and like the diehard fans um, that I'm rooting for. So, yeah. And that's what's really cool. Uh, Derek, I mean, what what was your like hook into this team or were you kind of not immediately interested in rooting for them? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the story was pretty cool, even though it's attached to two, you know, very wealthy actors. Uh, but, you know. They're willing to, to throw money into it. It's I don't know. It's uh, it's the underdog story, which is which made it interesting to me. Yeah, they show the the bar owner not. Uh, well, I was gonna say across the street, but his bar is like attached to the stadium. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that guy is is uh, you know talking about how much business has improved. The people that are like selling jerseys and selling um, gear for um, affiliated with the team are are selling as much as they can produce <laughs> um and that, yeah uh, older older woman wearing red that's kind of how i remember her uh that was super stoked that they're starting to play and starting to gain traction kind of reminded me of the bartender in the ted lasso sorry to keep going back to that but <laughs> yeah yeah all the they 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 probably spent way more time in on that like world building community building in season one from a yeah, show yeah, perspective and now it's like okay well now we just need to win <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> and, in the first season they're so like everyone's so defeated they're like well hopefully this will be a good change but if not like i'm hoping that they don't give up on the team if they don't do well and like the celebrities and stuff and so they just seem kind of like very defeated because they've been in this spot for over a decade you know just like losing and losing and losing um but they're still huge fans which is cool um, not yeah. fair weather fans so i don't know i'm just still like rooting for them to do well so that you know get back to the community and like build it up a little bit so yeah it, it i i definitely believe the the new owners when they say like we're trying to do this in a sustainable way mm-hmm. we don't want it's not like the olympics where <laughs> we're gonna come in for um a year and then and build all this infrastructure and then abandon it and and all the you know there'll be a, a influx of money but then it'll just kind of um 
yeah. uh, degrade after that. That that's a very plausible outcome here. Um, I mean, it, it's not as short term of a thing as as um, a once every four year like mega tournament. But like, if it doesn't go well this season and they don't get promoted, then they're gonna have to make some tough decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so and they're one of the oldest teams in the in the soccer realm, right? Or in the yeah. football realm? I actually yeah. said a decade, but I'm assuming no, it's no, no, more no. like hundred hundreds of years, like a hundred years. <laughs> I was saying a decade for being in that league, like not um doing well in their yeah. league, not for actually when they've been formed. They've been around for uh yeah, probably over a hundred years. Um, yeah, I mean it's we obviously have different parts of America that are obsessed with football teams that have been around since the middle of you know the 1900s but soccer fandom runs deeper longer it is much more a part of people's like community identity even than than nfl football is here and it's just like a small town like this everything can kind of revolve it's what every what unites everyone. It's the share, you know, the trauma and the 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 experience of have rooting for a losing team for multiple yeah. generations also yeah. unites people in a in a different way. But then get them getting their hopes up, um, like they say at the 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 older people in the beginning of the episode, why do we keep doing this to ourselves after they lose yeah. <laughs> that match at the end of last season? You know, that's when they were getting their hopes up for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go well. And now they go into this season with all this pressure and they don't have a goalkeeper. Yeah. All <laughs> um, <are> broken. <laughs> they've got this old dude who seems to be struggling in the first two games. Um, and you're going to quickly blame, you know, coaches, blame players, mm-hmm. blame, you know, things are going to turn really quickly. The happy go lucky, no expectations of last season. Are they're going to be on such a short leash yeah. um, this year, just in terms of like public opinion? So I don't know. It's it's tricky. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm dying to know like how it ha- what ultimately happens. I will answer the question of whether I want more soon, <laughs> but I definitely want more information. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like is this the best way to find out i don't know but i yeah i i'm i am hooked on knowing what happens for sure um what um, else and just yeah. i was gonna say um so Wrexham was formed in 1864 yeah wow it's the oldest club in wales and the third oldest professional association football team in the world which is pretty crazy so because you can see like the old footage in the very beginning of like the mining and i'm not sure what the other stuff was they were doing but um yeah, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, but. and and that's just like such a beautiful part, like a commonality of of the community all, you know, for 150 years and also just the Wales's kind of status in relation to um like not being a large um destination city. Right. In, in England. So like they're already kind of outsiders in that respect. And this has brought them all sorts of notoriety and, and attention. And it's just exciting for um for Wales overall, I assume. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would. I think you should try and watch like a recap of the first season, like not the whole season, but like a 20 minute like because it'll really build your excitement for the second season. I feel like if you just watch the first episode, it's like interesting and you want to know what happens, but you're not like you're not really invested. Like I'm Yeah, it was less it. of an emotional investment yeah. and more of like they do a good job of establishing how much is on the line. But right. But yeah, I'm not as connected to mm-hmm. the community as I would have been. Um, what actually, what has it been about soccer? Like, is that your favorite sport to watch and root for now? Um, no, Oh, okay. (laughs) it's not. I mean, um, friend of the podcast slash my husband is a huge soccer fan. Um, and it's fun to go part of it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a big part of it. Um, but it's fun to go to games. It's just, uh, can be really frustrating because right now our team is terrible. Our local right. Denver team is the say, worst what's, uh, team. What's the... his favorite? What's their favorite team? Um, he's more of like, I think he's was saying like Chelsea or one of those teams. If he had to, he wouldn't oh, go so like proper proper football. Yeah. Um, nice. but the Rapids here are doing um very very poorly, so <laughs> it's uh, pretty hard to watch. Yeah. They're the bottom of the league, so just you know. Um, but I've enjoyed. Wa- I mean, I enjoy watching it. It's a big skill based game obviously and like the excitement around like getting one goal after like waiting like 80 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever just for one point is crazy like yeah there's so much hype around it um yeah. unfortunately the rapids have been going doing like no scores so it's been really uh, I, I, hard. I think um <laughs> yeah i've been lucky enough to go to a bunch of timbers games here in mm-hmm. portland and the big difference between um American football and um, football is mm-hmm. one is like a TV product. I mean, grew up obviously not going to NFL games, but watching them on TV and like mm-hmm. you there's it starts and stops and there's a million kind of complicated rules to analyze and you get to like have these like role playing a uh, turn based game like uh, rounds to um uh, you can see like you see like one section of the field on TV zoomed in and it's just like the the two NFL games and then you know various other levels of of American football that I've seen don't translate to their live experience very well obviously it's fun to be around a crowd but like watching it isn't great in person whereas <laughs> soccer I think is awesome to watch in person it's yeah. like you're playing FIFA or you know it's like the vantage <laughs> point that you want you're mm-hmm. like um, an omniscient character looking down over the the whole field. And you can see if you're watching soccer on TV, it's more the cameras are more zoomed out for that reason. So, yeah, like, right. I just feel like it translates really well to live viewing, which is why you get these like insanely invested communities that just go to every game. You don't really get that with the NFL. I mean, you get super fans that go to yeah. a lot of games, but you don't just like grow up having the whole town be able to go to your local NFL game. It's too yeah, and our I mean our stadium's only like 15 to 20,000 people. So like there really isn't like a bad seat in the house whereas like the NFL is just kind of it's so like the stadiums are so huge you don't really get to really watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean I, soccer's just really dynamic for that reason. I think it's it's a great live sport activity and and that gets people more invested, I feel like. Yeah. For sure. Um, the Rapids are playing on Wednesday. We're going to go see them for the first time in a while. So 
was just okay. Left. They just they just fired the head coach, so and we have basically a new team. So who knows what's going to happen? Do you, yeah, uh, do well, you know, one you know of their chants? Do I know what one of their chants? Um, chants. I don't sing any of them, so gotcha. No, they give us a pamphlet, but they're pretty like boring. <laughs> I don't <laughs> a chant pamphlet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a ch- champlet. A champlet. Yeah. Well, th- th- hopefully this will be. Uh, they'll finish the season strong. I think they're. I assume their their like ambitions and hopes for this season are gone. But it's good to yeah. set the reset <laughs> button now so they can like build some momentum for next year. Mm-hmm. Rebuild for sure. Um, so. Cool. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. This is only one episode uh how many episodes were in the first season actually i don't know eight ten maybe i'll look i don't know um i think there were i don't know how they're i feel like two more are coming out on um september 20th i saw on on hulu so i don't know how exactly they're releasing them and they're a good length too i think this first one was 40 something minutes yep Um, season one had 18 episodes holy shit 18 all right yeah wow that's okay. crazy. I watched all of those. I just for some reason thought it was a lot less than that. But huh. that's well, it's this, an entertaining uh, show, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Soccer seasons it. are really long. Um, they yeah. take like breaks because of well, this is the MLS. I'm mostly referencing, but they like have international tournaments throughout the year, so it kind of goes from December. I think they have like two months off, basically. Yeah, whereas- and it's. Yeah, it's only a couple months off, a few months off, and then it goes until October. Like they're still playing in October, which is crazy. Yeah. So they'll just have a little break and then start back up again. Yeah. And I don't know anything really about the international, um, the different leagues, timelines and, and schedules. So I know that what the, the games that we see in episode one are from August of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one's like August 16th and then I guess a week or a couple days later um, so yeah I don't know when this is what point in time this season is building up to necessarily like um, when the championship is or the the playoffs or whatever <laughs> whatever they go to um, so uh, 18 episodes could, could cover like you know close to a year's time mm-hmm. and they go through like um which was cool last year. They went through the whole um, process of getting new players and trying to buy new people. And I always like that part of the part of it. Cause it's like midway through the season, they get to like change things up, which is pretty Oh, cool. interesting. So, yeah, it's like playing in um, dynasty mode and Madden and like doing all your off season moves and, <laughs> and drafting and things like that. Yep. Pretty much uh, to be just as fun as playing the games. <laughs> often. <laughs> Um, well, anything else y'all want to say before we give our verdict? Nope. No, I'm okay, well, Derek, do you want more? Uh, absolutely. And I actually oh. will watch more. Okay. I've been uh, getting into soccer over the last few years and uh, specifically even more so the last like two months. So, yeah, I, I like can't. it. Uh, I, I really hope they don't suck. i know it's gonna be a bummer (laughs) but that's kind of soccer sometimes or football rather but yep yeah i don't think they're they're not bringing in messy i mean like the people that they're bringing in i I don't know relative to the skill level of the league but 
there is no guarantee that they're going to gel together and that and yeah. soccer is it's it's not like um basketball you can't just add lebron to a mm-hmm. soccer team and have like an outsized impact i think it takes a lot more i mean that's why messi the messi experiment has been so interesting because <laughs> it actually has immediately made them win every game yeah. <laughs> um, well, but, i think you can to a certain degree but, i don't but he, know he's also um, not like like Messi's a really big team player. Like you see, he's always like basically just giving the ball to the people and giving them like the perfect opportunity to score. Like he's not just like the one scoring all the goals, although he does score a lot of goals. Yeah, I mean, and, maybe that's the type of player that can yeah. make the biggest impact yeah. versus and, one goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has another like um, another guy that came with him to play on the um, Inter Miami team as well. So it's not just yeah. Messi. That's like I just wouldn't have been surprised at all if like they you know came out kind of, it didn't make a really noticeable impact right away right. i mean that's just that was like best case scenario that they would yeah. just go on a crazy win streak and win that um tournament and whatnot two um, tournaments and they, and they haven't lost since he's just started playing yeah but then he didn't like travel for a game last week and all these fans were going to chicago no they were going to um atlanta maybe mm-hmm. and he didn't and he, he kind of like decided he was going to rest at the last second. So that's the downside of <laughs> kind of pinning the whole league on one personality. But yeah, so uh, I, I think you can still kind of root for them as underdogs, even though they've invested all this money. But yeah. um, we'll see. Ashley, what about you? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch more. Yeah, <laughs> that was not uh, not um, no it would have to be like a pretty bad episode. I know, like, uh, I'm out. <laughs> to stop. Yeah. We don't usually do um, multiple, like, few seasons into a show because it kind of right. deflates yeah. the answer. You already know. Uh, but in this case, Derek and I you don't. were picking up. Yeah, it's totally, so. totally. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by the choice, but uh, yeah. So for me, um, yeah, are you going to? I'll add just a little bit of context to, like, I have a habit of watching. Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, obviously. Um, but when I'm eating lunch during the day, I like to watch something with lunch. So <laughs> I'll often watch disc golf. But I've lately I've been watching like American Gladiators and Hard Knocks and all these like sports <laughs> docs. I feel like that's the other perfect lunchtime entertainment mm, for me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I watch this. <laughs> and uh, watched it right before we were recording. So that's exciting. Rarely get to do nice. that. Um, whereas you... the changeling, I have to, you know, like black out my entire house and, yeah. and make it <laughs> more of an experience. Um, yeah. So I think I will keep watching because it feels like it's that time accessible. slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, um, it's not like appointment viewing or even like it's just not the same type of um show that fits my routine is like changeling like i said i needed kind of a week-to-week drama mm-hmm. to add to my schedule um but this is something i can watch um during lunch and doesn't really matter i don't feel like i need to have it on my projector i can watch it on my laptop and um, still get the story yeah yeah yay we're all gonna watch TV. more oh yeah. yeah perfect yeah i wonder if they're gonna keep i don't uh, i wonder how they're gonna release the episodes we kind of speculate about this every week and don't do our homework as well as we should but um like i said earlier i noticed on hulu it said two more were coming out um on the 20th yeah yeah i don't know i don't remember uh, how they did it before because we watched it i think they had already it? Ha- well, yeah because they already had them all out so i don't think we watched it like any particular 
weekly order. Um, all so right. we all want more, which is great. Um, each week when we oh, watch yeah. a show or a movie, we take something from that and we sell it in our new release gift shop. So we have a one weekend at a cabin from Cabin Fever, <laughs> um, an edible call sheet from telemarketers, and it's also an edible. So you get high while you call people. And then <laughs> you can buy a plot of land on an asteroid from Asteroid City. There's just mm. a few of those. Nice. So um, what do we want to take from this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you can buy magic, a piece of the team. Uh, you can yeah. buy a piece of new release. Mm. Okay. Mm. Are we are we stooping down to that that level? I thought that we were like a bit more. I mean, it's uh, episode 181. I don't really want to sell any piece of this. Okay, so we're like the, a, we're already I, in the Premier League. So yeah, I feel like we've done this again. something similar, like a magic eight ball, but it's a magic soccer ball. Hmm. And it's like, will you win this this important game? And it's like, uh, no. If it's just no, you lose. <laughs> just you just it just happens. It comes true. Um, what about? Hmm. This is hard. I don't know. It's always sunny in football. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, there's there's soccer gear. There's soccer balls. What about a new release jersey? Yeah, let's do that. Is that called a kit? Or the kit's the whole... The kit's ooh, the whole package. The whole thing. Maybe we should have a new release kit then. That'd be sweet. All right. Blue and yellow. New release football kit. Yeah, dude. Yellow socks, blue shirt. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Perfect. All right. So what are we watching next week, Drew? I was worried there wasn't going to be anything. <laughs> that I was, <laughs> there was always something. <laughs> that I was very excited about. Um, I'll do these in reverse order because uh there's the Continental on Peacock, which is about the location, the hotel from John Wick, the John Wick movies. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a three-night okay. event I saw being advertised during football this week weekend. Um, not super stoked for that, but to the John Wick movies are cool. Um, Sex Education Season 4. Again, we don't really do um, shows that are far into their lifespan like this i think it's going to be the last season if you've watched the first three seasons you probably don't need us to um tell you whether <laughs> we want more um, yeah. i've watched the first three seasons so i'll probably be watching this yeah um, but not with a lot of urgency or last but not least we have the ninth ish installment <laughs> of american horror story how many of those have there been actually i don't know there's been a lot I don't, I'm not sure. I feel like there's always a new one, and I don't know if they've done like two in one year or something. It just seems like. Oh, it's the 12th. Jesus. Yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> if Dolly uh-huh. Parton's in it, I'll watch it. But I, I'm just thinking of famous folks that have been in the other seasons. I, I don't, I've never seen an episode. What about Emma Roberts? Roberts? Dolly, if Dolly pretty, Parton was in it, that'd be an, an amazing. <laughs> well, I'll take your Dolly Parton Kinnick. and raise you a Kardashian. All right. <laughs> Ashley, well, and, why don't you can you and Emma can you, Roberts? Yeah, yeah. She's been in pretty much she's great. The majority of them. Can you pull up the um poster and describe it, Ashley? It's I got it linked here the, in the doc. Yeah. Oh man. It's probably with Curious. a spider and baby yeah. and scary. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna look like. Um, so <laughs> it's Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian outside on like a balcony, um, with like silver hair with a with a full moon and a giant fucking spider on her body, placed perfectly on her womb. So leads yep. me to believe she's gonna give birth to a giant fucking spider. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> yeah, the spider's butt bulbous like butt oh, area is like where Basically, her belly is. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can't um, wait. Um, that's my vote. I wanted to watch it anyway because I want to check it out. Um, but I'm like really nervous. <laughs> I can't remember the last like... one of these I watched. I watched the they did like a 19 like an 80s throwback one the camp one, which I didn't finish. They did a witch one, Covenant. Yeah, that was. A I think I might have finished that one. That's been a while. Um, sorry, I cut you off, Derek. What were you gonna say? No, 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 no. Uh, they also did like a carnival one too, right? Yep. Yeah, that one got too weird. I couldn't finish that one. We yeah, should so definitely. Yeah, this will be a good excuse for me to actually watch an episode of the show because, like I said, I haven't, I've never seen a an episode. And it's an anthology, so obviously it doesn't matter if we've, yep. yeah. if you've seen any of the other eleven <laughs> series <laughs> or other. So, and this is Ryan Murphy. I used to absolutely be obsessed Nip Tuck, with yeah. Nip Tuck, and then the show, the show called Popular before that. I mean everything after Glee, I've kind of not really paid much attention to, but mm-hmm. this is this could be really fun to just see, you know, where the the franchise is after twelve <laughs> twelve seasons. Is it <laughs> yeah. still coming up with interesting, provocative uh, ideas or not? And then of yeah. course pulling a Kardashian in, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, there's that. I actually kind of respect them. She might just die in the first episode. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. Yeah, but then, uh, and then this will lead us into October, which is yes. um, good timing. Anyway, so okay, American Horror Story yeah. Delicate. Here's a little clip for you, Ashley, before we um, sign off. Perfect. Just for Ash. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So this is kind of just a music video with womb and spider imagery. (laughs) Great, it's perfect. I don't know if any of it's footage from the series, but Either way, it looks like it's going to be very disturbing. Yeah, perfect. A lot of baby stuff that we're watching lately, so can't wait. Yeah, um, tis the season. Uh, okay. Well, that's it for um, this week. If you want to hear that American Horror Story discussion and be around for all of our October programming, then you can subscribe by searching new release podcast on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast places, Ashley. That's a goal. Full circle. (laughs) Nice. Ah. (laughs) 